You're listening to the Green Tech Podcast. In this podcast, we dive deep in the trends of horticulture with renowned experts. For more information, go to greentech.nl. Green Tech brings you to the heart of the horticulture industry. Welcome to the Green Tech Podcast. My name is Shanette Denboer and uh, I will be your host this episode. Well, we've got a very cool item to talk about today. We're going to talk about autonomous technologies in horticulture. So I'm really happy we have two guests here. Uh, Andreas and Peter, welcome. Thank you. Yeah, I would like to ask you, uh, please introduce yourself. Well, my name is Andreas Hofland. I'm a general manager of uh, Hortiki. And Hortiki uh, supplies uh, intelligent systems which collect data from the greenhouse. My name is Peter Hendricks. I'm the managing director of Let'sGrow.com. And we are uh, a cloud po- platform that collects data from different data sources within greenhouses, like uh, climate computers, sensors, uh, manual input, uh, and, and, and well, everything that collects data from, uh, from, uh, from, from greenhouses. And then we make information from it by using technologies like, um, uh, like, like plant models and growth models. Um, and also new technologies like uh, artificial intelligence, machine learning, uh, deep learning, etc. Okay, well, it seems I've got the good guests here eh, to talk about data and uh, robotic. We know some of it. Okay, cool. Let's start then. Huh? Yeah, it seems uh, quite a hot topic these days, autonomous technologies. Um, but just to be sure that we are on the same page, um, how would you define autonomous technology? Yes, well, I think it's a very interesting question because... Um, you saw that the, that the name autonomous uh, mm-hmm. really came uh, last year, I think, when 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 the Wageningen University uh, had the autonomous challenge, the autonomous greenhouse challenge, and uh, from from that time on, the the the, the word autonomous is 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 is, is coming into the in, into the greenhouse business. And so, I what think was the challenge about? Uh, the challenge was that um, that um, um, tech companies. Mm-hmm competed against growers um, in, in uh, growing cucumbers All right. for a few months. So you had uh, Microsoft, Intel, uh, Tencent, uh, a group of students and, and the crop operators that, that competed against growers uh, and they weren't allowed to come into the, into, the, into the greenhouse. Oh, wow. So you had real growers, like the experts in horticulture and people who were just outside of the business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, and the idea was that they that they that they um, uh, controlled climate yeah. in this case um, from a distance with artificial intelligence or whatever, but not not being able to be in the greenhouse to do some changes. And who do you think uh, won the challenge, Jeanette? It's the first one. Yeah, I I would say the grower, right? Because they have the yeah, all the experience and know how the greenhouse works, but you tell me. It were the techs. No way, yeah. Yeah, but uh, since since that moment on, that is you cool, see huh? that it's becoming more and more, uh, people are talking about it, mm-hmm. uh, it's becoming more famous. But uh, but if you ask me, what is autonomous growing? It's, it's not uh, something new. It's something that's already, uh, uh, the movement is there already for a few years. Because I think it's it's um, it's a way of data-driven growing, so that you use the data that is that is being um, um, measured in the greenhouse, mm-hmm. and, you, and you use that in a, in a, in a good way. 
Um, that's that's one thing, and on the growing side, and the other and the other side, you see um, a movement coming that um, people want to save the uh, solve the labor issue, uh, because you see that that labor is still a, a very big uh, uh, part of the costs of a greenhouse. Um, getting good people uh, to, to, to do all the work in the greenhouses is, is, is a challenge worldwide. Um, and that's the other thing. Yeah, so so it's, it's the growing part, and it's, but it's also uh, the part of doing, of doing the work, the labor in the, in the greenhouse. And both are part of the autonomous uh, challenge that we have for the next coming few years. Yeah, I, I, I agree with uh, what, what Peter is saying. I think the, 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 the definition is that um, based on the data, because that's, yeah. that's the source, uh, which is used to, to um, in the end, to go to automatic decision making. So every process which is going on in the, in the greenhouse is now uh, in uh, development to go uh, into uh, automatic decision making. So... What is already happening when we're looking at autonomous technology? What's the current status? Where are we now? Well, I think uh, there is already a lot uh, available. Uh, what you see is, uh, for example, the climate computer is the first starting point of, of going to uh, autonomous. Um, the climate computer? Yeah. What, what, what's, why is that autonomous? It's a starting point. It's yeah. a starting point um, decades ago uh, on controlling the, 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 the complete... Um, uh, installations of the of the greenhouse, mm-hmm. and what you see is that uh, also within that technology, there's uh, a lot uh, of development going on in simplifying the work, so the re- reducing the the number of uh, variables to be used, and in that way making it more easy for growers to to use it. Yeah, you see that uh, climate computers, for example. Yeah. The grower says uh, he, he has a strategy. And he wants to achieve that. So every greenhouse, every variety, every crop is different. And you, uh, every place in the world is different with a different climate. So um, I think there are uh, a few companies that made very, very nice climate computers where you can say, okay, this is what I want to achieve. But uh, over, the, over the years, there's been, they have made a lot of functionalities. So it, be- it became quite complex products. And what you see now is, is uh, with this autonomous uh, movement that, yeah. that, 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 there, that there is uh, going on, is that they say, okay, we want to simplify it a little bit. We, we want to, we want to um, decrease the number of buttons that you can, that you can use. Because you can, now you can do everything, uh, what, what you want. But then if you can change everything, you can also make mistakes easily so even and if you even if you make uh, less less buttons that you can that you can use then you can still uh, as a grower can 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 have your own strategy uh, so the one grower is, is they, they want to make pace they want to make production and the other one wants to make uh, uh, is, is going more for quality and that 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 will remain I think uh, in the next coming few years. Um, because you have different strategies and, and, and you want to achieve that. So I, I think that that will stay. But the number of buttons where you, that you can use, where you can push on, are, are going, to be, going to be less. And that's, I think, um, um, one of the things that, 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 that autonomous growing 
Um, because maybe I think the word data-driven growing is better than autonomous growing. Why? When you, when you look at when you look at the growing process mm -hmm. itself, because um, I think that if you look at what's what's already happening, uh, that uh, that was uh, that was the question. There's uh, there's already a lot happening. Um, for example, we we um, we use a, a concept that's called uh, plant empowerment, yeah. and it's a it's a data-driven concept that looks at plant physiology and physics, and and it says, okay, you have to measure a lot on the plant and on the climate and etc., and yeah. then you know exactly um, what you need to do. And I think that if you if, and so we have made some tools that you can use as a decision support. So you say, okay, this is my strategy. We can we can also analyze data from the past and then say, okay, so so this strategy had the best result. Yeah. Um, and then they can say, okay, so this is my strategy, and now I con continuously can monitor that. So you don't have to change anything anymore because you only have to look. So actually, the data decides what the plan needs. The data from the past, you can get out the data of the past. What was the best strategy concerning yeah. quality uh, or uh, production or well, whatever you, you, you want to achieve? So this is actually the start of autonomous exactly. growing. Exactly, exactly. And if you add to that uh, data from the past, if you add um, uh, scientific knowledge uh, like plant physiology and physics, mm -hmm. well, then, you're, then you are, 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 are making the right steps. And there are already a lot of things happening in that. So therefore, I say it's more a question of um, data-driven growing than than autonomous growing. Because autonomous, the word autonomous, um, a lot of people think that you don't have to do anything anymore. But you say you always need a grower. You always need people in the greenhouse, right? Exactly. But like Andrea said, I think we are making the tools at the moment as... As, as horticulture, mm -hmm. uh, not only us, but also other companies, that make sure that you have a, have a have a bigger span of control. And I think that there, that especially for the next coming few years, um, growers are are are, are needed. Uh, yes, uh, it's not only about uh, about uh, the the highest production or the or the uh, because because you have a market. And, yeah. the, and the market wants. Uh, um, uh, if you want to make if you want to make a profit as a as a as, as a greenhouse, yeah, um, you need to deliver when 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 there is demand, and you have to deliver what the demand is, and that and that varies. Yeah? So 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 therefore, um, um, when you have a, a, a system that that uh, an autonomous system or a data driven system that only looks at um, the highest production, yeah. Yeah, but sometimes the highest production is not where you gain the highest yeah. profit. So therefore, you still need the people that that that, that are doing, uh, um, um, yeah, that are twisting the all the, the, tasks the buttons. In, yeah, all the tasks in the greenhouse are still needed. I think it's what Peter is uh, saying. It's about adding intelligence to uh, to the decision making. So it's more fact based, more objective, more scientific way yeah. of growing and that uh, is translated into algorithms and in that way it is more automatic done yeah. than uh, what is done right now 
And, uh, yeah, and we're gaining more and more information. Eh? Yeah. When, when we look at what, uh, what, what Hortiki is making, uh, what Andreas is doing. So they, they, they have cameras on autonomous driving cars, uh, carts. So that's, that's really autonomous because as a grower, you say, okay, take this path, yeah. uh, this rose, and, uh, and go measure. And then you go, you go, you go uh, uh, home uh, and you eat with your family and, uh, and, and, and the car is driving completely autonomously. Well, yeah, yeah. So, and, and, but that is making pictures every few centimeters of all the uh, plants that are standing there. And that is gaining so much information. And that is getting information that the grower normally gets himself when he's when he's walking through the greenhouse. But if a system can do that automatically, yeah. always on the same way, the same data, the same uh, so and always the same interpretation of the data. Yeah. Yeah. Then we're 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 opening a box of new possibilities. Yeah. And we're just on the starting point of the, of of that. So so what are the biggest challenges when you cr- create autonomous robots? Because you're working on that, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. What's yeah. the biggest challenge you face? Well, plants. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, we are uh, developing vision solutions and the robotics in the greenhouse. So the environment in the greenhouse is uh, is a little bit uh, chaotic for 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 that kind of systems. It it is organized, but because plants are growing, they are living. Uh, 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 and and they are changing every time. It is very uh, challenging to to make systems uh, for it. So that is that is, and I think we are now in a time in which the technology is uh, on on a certain level. We can make this kind of applications. And uh, what uh, Peter also was saying is, um, uh, if we want to grow more on a scientific way, like uh, with plant models, yeah, uh, we need more data. And the data which is now lacking is data from the plants. So and uh, that's why we said we, we need to, to to develop systems like uh, we are doing, um, in which we can collect more data from plants and in such a way that we can not only from a few plants but from many plants. So and that's the basis for all kinds of decision making. I uh, spoke yesterday to a grower. He uh, he uh, is a uh, an, uh, very young entrepreneur grower. He said he had built a, a very impressive farm. Uh, a couple of years ago, and he said, um, "If if I look back at that time and the decisions we made when we started that farm, uh, of that greenhouse, uh, he said it was amazing how much uh, decisions we made with so uh, few uh, bases of data. So it was high impact decision making with only um, a small amount of data." Uh, which which was used for that decision making. That's that's amazing, and the risk involved. That's 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 yeah. unbelievable. So, yeah. and that's why if you if you scale up, the greenhouses are getting bigger and bigger, larger areas. We need more data and better data. And is it isn't it really hard to analyze data? Because then you have all that data, and yeah. what are you going to do with it? Isn't that a big challenge as well? Well, I think that is that is a big challenge for horticulture to 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 make sure that we can um, hire people that can analyze all the data. Yeah. Because it's not um, uh, when 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 we look at, um, at at our own company, we have a few data analysts uh, working. Yeah. Um, that are that are analyzing data, the data that there is already, um, and then you see that yeah, we want to have more data because 
for example, when we do when we do uh, an, an, an analysis, we sometimes use five-minute data from climate, but weak data from from measurements, crop measurements, and because the crop measurements are done once a week, if they are being done at all. Eh? Uh, so so it's good that people do them once a week. Uh, because then we have the, the data from the growth, and we we can analyze that. But if we have that from from every day of thousand plants instead of ten plants per week, yeah, then you can imagine that 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 we are learning more and more yeah. and faster and faster of that crop in that greenhouse for that grower. Yeah. But yes, we need to make um, uh, models that um, that are ro- robust. Uh, and that can handle that amount of data. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that is, that is one of the biggest challenges for companies like us uh, to do that. Uh, so so there's, a, there's, a, there's a big challenge ahead, but uh, especially in finding the right people that can do that. And, and, and I think we're, 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 doing, we're doing a good job because AgriFood is becoming more and more uh, and horticulture is becoming more and more sexy for 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 young people. We have people. a way to go, right? In horticulture, but we yeah. Still, <laughs> we still we still have a way to go. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think um, I've once learned that if you uh, digitize information, yeah, then the developments are going uh, exponential. So if you have a lot of data available, digital data, yeah, um, then you can do, then you can learn amazingly. And you can increase systems uh, and the performance of systems amazingly. So what? So we, we need uh, we need the, the the people who are able to to work with the data and to do the analytics with it. But uh, if you have it, so you have a huge amount of data. That is that is um, for for them. That's like um, a, a, a toy story. And so that that's then they can go and 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 do really amazing things to help growers in their growing. So you've got the plantalizer that's really a new technology, like an autonomous new technology, right? So I can imagine that growers who are listening are interested in, okay, what's, what's bringing, uh, what, what does it bring? It enables growers to, to, to measure every day. Um, so in that way, we can also uh, uh, help them to... Uh, get new data from the plants. One of the things what we can uh, what we can uh, provide is that with the system uh, you can uh, measure the, the 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 speeding of the ripening of the tomatoes. So that is not uh, registered right now, but because we can measure every day mm-hmm. in the same rows a lot of uh, tomatoes, we can see the uh, the, the, the the speeding of of the or the slowing down of the ripening process. And in that way, a grower is able to, to make strategic decisions for, 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 for his sales. Uh, and he can uh, adjust their sales contracts in time. Yeah, it's, it's really helping growers huh? because, uh, it, 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 for example, when you, when you drive every day through the same row, and and you and you make pictures every 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 um, uh, well uh, a lot, and then then we can calculate KPIs for the growers on 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 which he can he can uh, he can make decisions instead that he needs to go into the greenhouse himself yeah. continuously and uh, walking into the rows looking to the plants. No, he can he can we can 
make from all that data, we can make information from him. And still, he can go. He can go into the greenhouse, of course, and 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 look and feel and 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 taste how how, how it is in the, in the greenhouse. Because um, I think that that's that's one of the reasons why you see differences in in, in production, for for example, with with one greenhouse and the other greenhouse. Yeah, how you how you, how you manage that? But if you can give the right information at the right moment at the right time for that grower uh, on his screen, so that he knows what to do. Uh, that's that's perfectly uh, that can be perfectly done by systems that drives every day through the same rows, see the same plants, analyze what's happening with the plants and why. And I think that that is really one of the big things of new technology and one of the big advantages of new technologies. Autonomous autonomously driving carts that drive to rows every every day. Yeah, that it, it, yeah that that makes life much easier yes. for growers. It's like a weather reports huh? you know what's coming within two weeks or uh within, exactly uh, so we can so we can predict what is going to happen because we have more data points we can predict what is going to happen yeah. if we, and if we predict what we're going to happen the grower can say oh i want that or i don't want it and if you don't and if he doesn't want it he needs to change something in the strategy yeah and if he wants it you just let it go like a, like it is and i think that is and that is the decision support where we were talking about the data driven decision support that is and that is that is really something that is that is going to be um um that is that is increasing the next coming few years i'm curious how what would you see as the limits for autonomous technologies where is the limit yeah, well, when you look at the uh, at the, uh, it's 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 quite difficult to to mention limits at the moment because is there a limit? Uh, well, uh, well, there there is there are limits for the next coming few years, but how how it will how it will end, I, I really don't know because you see, technology is going so fast at the moment. Yeah. Sometimes you see a new functionality of 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 one of the big tech guys that you think, wow, how did they do that? And 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 uh, and we also and I also see that in in our own company. Yeah, then uh, then the guys come with something and uh, and I think, whoa, is this really possible? <laughs> yeah, I had an idea, but I I I really didn't didn't think that they could manage that. So, uh, but yeah. but but they did. So so you you see that that it's going quite fast. Um, so if you ask me now, what are the limits? I don't know. Well, I think currently the the limit is the the, the acceptance in the market in the market in the, okay. in, oh. in the current market. You see in the, in 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 other markets, new markets uh, like in Asia, the acceptance to use technology like these is is far more higher. And in that way, it's uh, I think the the developments in those countries are going faster, and 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 the the, the greenhouse growing is getting more high-tech than even here in, in Holland right now. Because here, people are uh, are looking at it and they are, but they are still, I don't I don't know if they have their own strategy ready right now for using these kinds of applications. They are still, I don't know, there's some hesitation in the market here in the Netherlands. And what will that do with the, the role of the Netherlands worldwide in horticulture? Yeah, like I, I think quite because now, we have a, a very good industry here and and a lot a very good network and uh, of of tech companies and and growing companies. Mm -hmm. At the same time, we need to uh, to help each other uh, in uh, to to remain the the innovative greenhouse of horticulture sector here. Uh, 
but that's that is also needed that then growers are also um willing to 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 make progress in these kinds of developments yeah yeah so what would your advice be to to growers who are listening what are the first steps they can take well, in in, uh, in my opinion um don't see autonomous growing as uh, something that will make sure that that everything goes automatically within a year or something you know because that's that's uh, you have to be realistic yeah um if that was if if that was the 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 case then 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 why is it not there yet but i think that every grower wherever you are in the world can start with autonomous growing mm-hmm. because they can start with data driven growing and you can start quite easily by doing measurements manually every week for example at growth measurements yeah you you see that 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 uh, for example here in the netherlands they do it and 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 in some other countries also but uh, but but we come to growers that 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 never have have measured growth um uh, regularly so uh, if you want to do analysis over the past then then you don't have sufficient data yeah so start collecting data manually or put some sensors in it um extra sensors um, um more than you already have with the with the climate computer so that you are collecting data and then with that data it's possible to to analyze that and to to there are already tools on the market that can help you make better decisions so and start collecting start collecting start, start, start looking analyzing. At, 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 at the tools and you yeah. can see that 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 it is really possible to uh, to to make sure that you that you can get better growing results and i think that is the first starting point and then if you do that if you are changing as 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 a greenhouse from from um uh, from uh, from from relying on green fingers into going to more data driven way of growing yeah then when the, when when the technology is is becoming more and more um uh, available then then you are ready as a company also so that would be my advice Thanks. start collecting start start using. analyzing start using it exactly andreas yeah if you don't have uh, enough knowledge about this subject about uh, autonomous or about data and 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 um, algorithm software and these kinds of things i think it's good uh, to start with uh, education yeah to know uh, what is uh, going on what uh, what the impact is and what it can and how it can help you and if you if you say well i don't want to uh, to make it my own these kinds of uh, knowledge then um, hire someone beneath 30s and uh, make him a board member yeah <laughs> that's a good one i would like to end with this that thank you so much thank you for being here and sharing your knowledge uh yeah we're gonna end this podcast for today uh thank you for listening and uh, i would like to invite you to the next green tech in 2020 which will be held the 8th of june till the 10th and notice it will start on a monday next year so we hope to see you there